0: Hello and welcome to On A Mission, the show where we share inspiring conversations with phenomenal women who are creating success and prosperity in their lives with purpose and passion. I'm Pauline Rodish, a success mindset coach and clinical hypnotherapist. And I'm on a personal mission to remind you that you are a beautiful soul and you have so much potential. And my intention for this show is to give you the nudge to answer your own calling and to rise up and take on your life's mission. So welcome everybody to this episode of On A Mission and it's my great pleasure today to introduce you to a wonderful lady that I had the pleasure of meeting. We both attended and trained uh, together on the Empower Her program back in September of 2017. It was the first business program, if you like, for entrepreneur women in Ireland, and I had the great pleasure to meet Elaine Kennedy of Hawthorne Skincare. So, Elaine, you're so incredibly welcome to the show of On A Mission, and I know you are on a mission. So, look, say hello and introduce yourself to everybody watching and listening, and tell us all about your wonderful business and how you arrived. So, let's start at the beginning, but let me give you a place to start. Um, So, look, you are living in the beautiful County Mayo. Tell us the inspiration behind your business.
1: Well, Pauline, thanks so much for having me on your wonderful show.
0: You're very welcome. It's great to be here with you.
1: (laughs) So I am the founder and creator of Hawthorne Handmade Skincare, and I'm based here on my family farm in the heart of County Mayo. And to be a little bit more precise, I'm um, in the village of Kilkiaran, which is on the shores of beautiful Loch Carron, um, so people may know Partry. It's quite a central area in Mayo, not too far from Westport. And my business is based here. Um, I have a custom-built manufacturing studio, so that's where I'm speaking to you from today. And this is amazing. Where
0: it looks so great. It looks fabulous.
1: Thanks, Pauline. You have to visit soon when the with the restrictions.
0: Well, that was my intention. Once upon a time, Elaine, we did discuss that before, and I have sampled some of your products, and in fact, I ordered some of your products um, through Aveline O'Sullivan's Bloom in the Box Uh, for my beautiful Mm -hmm. niece for her seventeenth birthday. The hand cream and the lip balm. Lovely. So they're they're definitely a luxurious product. They're, They're absolutely beautiful. But again, as you say, this whole began on your family farm. But mm-hmm. like you you, you went away for a few years before that and you, before you started the business. Mm-hmm. So you were over in London for a number of years.
1: Yes, that's true, Pauline. I went to London, I suppose I had the ambition of uh, moving into visual merchandising. That's what I had been doing. And I, I wanted to further a career in that. Um, but I ended up working in the head office of a high-end fashion retail company called Jigsaw.
0: Yeah, know so- well...
1: It's a fabulous company, and I loved working there. Um, but it, it's kind of funny because I ended up working in their customer service department within their e-commerce team. Yeah. Um, and this actually strategically um, was a brilliant role to get. Yeah. Because it allowed me to see the inner workings of a company like that. Um, and also in my role in customer service, I had a relationship with everyone within the business, um, from the buyers to the directors, the pattern cutters, um, the copy team, licensing team. Um, so it was a brilliant way for me to um, get to understand how a business like that worked. And I suppose I hadn't been there, I had been there over two years. Um, And I was thinking, ooh, you know, if only I could work here, but live in the West of Ireland.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So at that time, that wasn't wasn't quite practical, but um, I started to think, well, maybe I should look at starting my own business. Um, And as it happened, my passion was crafting. And for many, many years, I produced my own skincare products and I had a particular passion for making handmade soap. Lovely. So that led me to think, well, you know, maybe I should look at starting a craft business on my family farm.
0: Great. And what, like, did you, adapt, like, did you, were you using, if you like, some of the um, ingredients already from the farm for your own skincare prior to going, prior to even going to London?
1: Um, I would have, um, I would have used locally produced ingredients where possible. Um, I suppose when I went to London, then I, I became aware of a huge variety of, of ingredients. Um, And I also came to understand that some companies use, um, they bulk out their formulations with synthetic ingredients. Yeah. And again, that um, got me thinking about what I was putting on my skin because I was still using other cosmetics at that point. Yes. And I'd very much bought into some of the um, skincare routines that um, all those lovely companies produce and maybe I didn't have confidence in my own creations at that point um, but the more I experimented with my ingredients uh, the more I realized that you know they actually worked and I saw the difference in my skin yeah. so I, I have to
0: say your skin does look beautiful again you're a wonderful example of what you're doing I have to admit beautiful <laughs> Thank and you, and, and would, would you have had, like, was there any inspiration around perhaps maybe that some of the products that you had used on the main market, the commercial brands, didn't agree with you? Is that what inspired you to do your own in the first place?
1: Yeah, you know what? I had always been told I had um, combination skin, yet I was told that there was really no product on the market that would help my skin. Mm-hmm. Was always a little bit dry and always a little bit oily and there was just nothing that would balance it so i started i suppose i implemented more of my own creations in my skincare routine and suddenly my skin had never been better so at that point i just cut out everything all the commercial products i cut them out and you know, since then, my skin, it's just gotten better. It has gotten better and I don't have the problems that I used to have. Amazing, amazing. I know, and but the journey, you know,
0: so you came back from London and you'd done all these courses in London to help you um, with the whole mm-hmm. idea of the craft business and the formulations, etc. And you decided to come back to the West of Ireland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Hawthorne is the name of your business, but it's, it's, it's deliberately chosen because actually Hawthorne is one of the ingredients that you're using. So tell us all about that.
1: Um, so Hawthorne is, I suppose, it is the inspiration behind the business. Now, I do have to correct you, Pauline, in that I don't use any of the um, Hawthorne ingre- plant in my products. So it is just the name behind the brand.
0: Oh, I, my! Um, I actually thought now, and obviously I didn't brush up on my, I didn't brush up actually on, on, on that before we actually started. So yes, this is raw and real, guys. I do make mistakes. <laughs> but the thing is, I honestly thought now, of course, I'm going right back to 2017 when I heard you speak first. So I actually thought perhaps on some level that you were using some of the flowers perhaps from the, the plant. So, okay, correct me.
1: Yeah, it
0: was. All about it, that then
1: yeah so you know it is all about experimentation and you know perhaps quite early on i thought i could bring in some of that um into the ingredients but there's a technical element to it as well um so if i was using um the likes of hawthorne i would have to start using a synthetic preservative
0: okay Okay.
1: um so from there i it's You know process of elimination you know what ingredients can i use that are effective and and i don't have to use synthetic ingredients to help them work
0: okay now that's amazing
1: Mm -hmm. And, and i mean
0: how did you figure all this out i mean to me like i mean i'm just not um that way inclined at all i mean i freely will admit that it's just not my thing um However, I'm curious about it. I'm, I'm intrigued by it. And I'm always interested in finding out. So, I mean, how do you even begin to think what to put with what? You know, where does that begin? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, I think there's a bit of an alchemist perhaps in you that you can
1: just get into your studio. Do you feel that way? Do you? Feel- yeah, I, I think so, Pauline. Yeah, absolutely. And I just, I thoroughly love working with the ingredients. And it is... Fascinating when you um, start to understand how the ingredients are, um, you know what they're made of, um, what the um, individual molecule molecules are. And, and so where do you find that information out? This is the thing. I mean,
0: where do you find out how something that's in the earth, you know, mm-hmm. is going to help? Where do you figure that out? Mm-hmm. Here's my so, but I, I am interested
1: yeah when I um, was still living in London I attended uh, formulation workshops and I did courses in that um, so that helped me understand but well, prior to that you know a lot of this I was reading about in books you know I was already educating myself um, there's some wonderful books available um, if you think about all the herbal remedies that have been in use for um, many thousands oh, of years in some cases. Yeah. So firstly, we already have a great knowledge of how different ingredients uh, work and what their benefits are. And then I suppose we've just further educate myself um, by making use of all the wonderful courses and workshops that are available out there.
0: No, that's amazing. I mean, it really and truly is a bit like, I suppose the chef with the ingredients and somebody just, you know, trying things out. Again, like, I mean, I could say in the kitchen, it's a complete um, hit and miss, shall we say. I mean, I enjoy cooking, don't get me wrong. And of course I can follow a recipe, but I've never really had that kind of spontaneous flair, we'll say. To add a new ingredient into cooking for example. So I'm fascinated because <laughs> essentially that's what you're doing isn't it? I mean you're putting a recipe together of <laughs>
1: ingredients.
0: So what is the main ingredient that you're using in your products?
1: Um, I have quite a few products in the range actually. So let me just show you a few of them Pauline. Absolutely. Um, so one of my, my best-selling products is my rejuvenating face balm. The main ingredient in this is shea butter Um, And it is from the shea nut. It's extracted from the shea nut. And it has a high content of shea, which is renowned for its rejuvenating properties. Um, So this also includes um, apricot kernel oil. Um, I also have rose geranium in this. Um, So if you just inhale the fragrance, you know, okay. really... I can smell
0: it. I love. <laughs> I love. Ger- well, I love geranium. I just think it's very uplifting. It's beautiful. Yeah, very popular. Well, what's actually on the farm, though? I have to ask you that. What is on your farm that you're using?
1: So, you know, again, um, at the moment, I I don't have anything here that I produce on site. Okay. Just simply because it would be too time consuming for for me to produce the ingredient and also use it in the in the products
0: yeah okay so
1: yeah so i use for example um i have an irish producer for hemp seed oil so that comes from mead
0: great
1: he's farming it he's producing it and he is extracting the the oil from the seeds so that in itself is a production you know, that is that's one um manufacturing element. Um, so I just I simply wouldn't be able to do that here. I have thought about it in the past, so it's something I, I have thought about. Um uh, for the volume of ingredient that I would need to be producing, it just wouldn't be realis- realistic for me to do that.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate so that.
1: I I suppose the key thing is that um. I've created a manufacturing area here and it's, it's based on the farm. This is where everything is made, but I'm getting my ingredients from incredible producers.
0: Fantastic. So
1: they're doing all the hard work of nurturing the plants and, and extracting the oils and then I'm using them in my products.
0: I just think it's absolutely fantastic. I really think what you're doing is amazing. And I'm so happy for you. I mean, here we are talking for almost four years later mm-hmm. and it's a real dream now for you. But what's, what have been the biggest challenges? Because obviously there's people listening to this, watching this, that perhaps are thinking of doing something similar, maybe have a similar passion as you do for craft. What would you say to them in terms of the learning curve in your business and maybe some of the mistakes that you've made, how you've learned from it? what advice would you have for people?
1: Yeah, I suppose, for me, I think the biggest challenge that I have had to overcome um, in my business and probably a life challenge as well is it's a fear, a fear of, um, fear of everything, Pauline. I, <laughs> I, was, I was always- was me about it, yes,
0: I know. <laughs> I think it's a good sign though because you see if people could look at fear as mm-hmm. a, a, really a sign that they're grow- they're about to grow if they can just push through they're actually going to grow mm-hmm. would you say that as a result of mm-hmm. getting the other side I'm always trying to sh- share this with people clients mm-hmm. and, and and just friends and family alike but the other side of the fear which obviously you've clearly conquered mm-hmm. uh, is never scary would you agree
1: yeah, absolutely. I would 100 percent agree, Pauline. Um, and you know, even things like I was in a situation where I was sitting in a room full of people and I'd been concentrating so hard on what was being said that um, I didn't get all the other, I didn't get the full information because I had really latched on to one statement. So at the end I asked a question. And my question was out of context because I hadn't listened to the next part of the story and everybody in the room laughed at me Wow! everyone laughed and I was mortified and where where was this what kind of
0: a situation was this
1: oh it was it was a business setting okay at a business event this was about I would say maybe about two and a half years ago three years ago okay and I was mortified, and this was my worst nightmare. You know what, nothing, hap- nothing bad happened. <laughs> it was absolutely fine. Um, and in a way, I'm glad I had that experience because I came out of it and I thought, oh, you know, I'm, that hasn't affected me. You know, actually it's helped me get over a fear (laughs) because I understand now that the world hasn't ended exactly Um, just what's the worst that can happen (laughs) exactly
0: exactly so maybe people laugh which is not very nice but I mean at the end of the day were you able to sort of explain yourself that actually I'm sorry I didn't listen did you speak up and did did you respond to the laughter and explain yourself or
1: oh I did I did yeah absolutely and I think um probably everybody understood where I was coming from but nobody um would say maybe nobody had the courage to say oh Elaine I think you've misunderstood Mm -hmm. um so actually you know what I learned more about the people around me Mm -hmm. when that happened so it was an interesting. It was an interesting learning. You you know, this was one of my fears, and it happened, and, and
0: what was, was the fear though around that? What was what was the actual fear you had? One of your fears. What was the actual fear?
1: Um, I suppose something that would have um, I would always have worried about is that maybe you know, I didn't have. Um, so this was kind of a, a little bit, bit of a barrier that I always had. I always felt um, impeded in maybe speaking, in okay. speaking in front of. Unfortunately, Elaine yeah
0: it froze I'm afraid our internet <laughs> froze there sorry everybody the internet there's very little I can do about that but it just froze so the fear was of more or less of public speaking is that what you were saying
1: oh yeah absolutely but even I could break that down even more um and even just you know in general conversations um yeah quite often I wouldn't be comfortable speaking. Um, you know because it just i maybe it was a thing that um you know i'd be worried that i'm not saying the right thing um so there was a lot maybe there at the back of it well i mean
0: the, the most common thing i think the number one is is this p- fear of public speaking is probably on on the top there <laughs> in terms of our fears you mm-hmm. know it really and truly is for the majority of people fear mm-hmm. of being judged fear of being criticized And the fear around not being good enough and maybe what you're putting together is not good Mm -hmm. enough but thank god you pursued what was it do you feel you know what would you say was the reason why you have continued and now you have this wonderful successful business now i know you've had to pivot with covid like most businesses because your stockists are Mm -hmm. closed and of course you've been able to do that but I, mean, I generally ask people on the show about their connection with a higher self, God, spirit. Do you believe that you are connected to a higher purpose, to God, the universe? What do you call it? And if so, when do you feel closest to that energy?
1: Yeah, I would absolutely say that, um, you know, spirituality is something that's always been important to me. Um, And I suppose I feel it most having grown up in this area. It's a beautiful area renowned for its biodiversity. Um, It's also, um, so we have archeological evidence that there's been um, settlement here for 30,000 years. And when I go out, you know, just in this small area, you know, we can see the evidence Uh, those people here before us yeah and not only that but we also um have a great connection to your christian heritage um i'm not too far from ballantopper abbey it's just down the lake from us so quite often you'll be out walking and you'll hear the abbey um bells ringing out and it carries across the the water So So one
0: of of my most favorite sounds is just bells. I just absolutely adore it mm -hmm. as well. I don't know, it really really connects, just touches the heart, doesn't it?
1: It really does. And I think you, you know, you put all of that together, your sense of heritage. um, And when you go out and you immerse yourself in nature and you have, um, especially here with the water, um, there's something about, spiritual about water being close to water i always find um, so all i have to do is walk out my door and we have a beautiful area on our farm that we can walk um, and you know you just think there has to be something moving all of this
0: yeah no i'll tell you it sounds magical what you're describing it sounds really inspirational so that just by but well, i find it too outdoors for me I just absolutely need Mm. to get outside every single day walking in nature is just for me the the closest connection Mm. apart from breathing consciously in my body I feel just that beautiful connection to something greater than me so uh, in terms of your mission what really is the mission for Elaine and Hawthorne skincare going forward Mm
1: -hmm. um so the mission um, it really is based around having this craft business in a rural area and creating a beautiful product using natural ingredients. Um, so I so suppose the next step for me would be to grow that. Um, you know, you've heard me talk about the connection I have with the area and that feeling of spirituality. and. I would love to expand um, expand my workspace that I can offer. Um, you know, maybe some kind of element of wellness, um, so that you will be able to come in and have uh, an experience, either uh, Treat- Do you think a treatment yeah somebody
0: actually like a therapist um doing Mm -hmm. facials and 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 various things like that yeah sounds amazing and elaine if you could have dinner with one person that would be someone that you feel that would you know influence you and inspire you who would
1: it be so i um came across well i already knew about her but um i had the privilege of um, taking part in in an event last year, in a virtual event. And Samantha Barry, the editor-in-chief of Glamour, was the guest speaker. And I just thought she was, she was fabulous. Um, And I would be quite drawn to people who are, you know, very clued in, in um, what's going on in the world and, you know, the trends um, and, I put a um, high value on 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 that. Um, I suppose it comes down to me being here in the studio working on uh, making product. And um, sometimes I, I'm not always aware about what's going on in the world yeah, around you're me. You're in
0: your own world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And actually the second guest that I've had on that has mentioned mm-hmm. this lady, um was what's her first name again, Samantha. Um Samantha. I had another mm-hmm. guest called Sabrina, who does Russo jewelry. She's again making her own jewelry. And so i will have to definitely check out Samantha. Um, I'm not really aware of her and I'm not familiar with her, but I, I, I know I need to be. Obviously it's twice I've heard her name recently. <laughs> but um, in terms of books, what are you reading at the moment?
1: Um. So again, when I'm here in the studio, I'd quite like to have an audio book playing in the background. Yeah. Um, so I have just started Gina DeVee uh, the audacity to be queen
0: very good so i
1: hadn't i've maybe heard of her before but didn't really know too much um so i've just started that i'm getting into it um but the other um books that i have on quite often again i have it in my um um audiobook library is tara moore playing big um, so I'd be a big fan of her, and I would dip in regularly and, and listen to to snippets of her. Okay. Um, I'm not familiar with the second lady, but I am
0: familiar with Gina DeVee, I have to say. She's a coach, she's a life coach. Exactly. American yeah. lady. Yeah, you no, know, I've watched her, followed her, done one or two things that she's put online in mm-hmm. the past myself. So, what would your favorite quote be and why? Oh,
1: so it has to be. Uh, nature never hurries Mm. yet all is accomplished
0: love it who said that
1: oh gosh um you've put me on the spot (laughs) paulie that's okay nature never hurries
0: but all is accomplished it would be suggesting to me the law of least effort you know Mm -hmm. um you know i teach deepak chopra's seven spiritual laws of yoga success based on the on the principles Of nature Mm -hmm. and the lovely shepherd is just saying that really um nature never hurries we should all be emulating uh, nature and just following there's a season for everything and Mm -hmm. you know plant the seed we look after it it will grow if Mm -hmm. we get retention off it it will wither and die but that's a beautiful quote actually i have to say
1: and i I feel it it fits with my business because um you know, it's, it is a handmade business and I have to nurture that and make sure that I am um, doing as much as I'm capable of. And, you know, quite often I would feel under pressure to do more yeah. all the time. So I have yeah. to remind myself, you know, it will happen as long as I nurture it. Oh,
0: 100 percent. That is great advice, actually, for yourself, but also for anybody listening. Because I think we're all guilty of this, we're not doing enough, Um, which probably underneath that is the idea that I'm not enough unless I'm doing more. Um, (laughs) So it's very self deprecating and obviously self critical. So, yes, a beautiful, I think think the law of least effort needs to be part of every day's experience. And I suppose when you're surrounded with the beauty that you're surrounded with, it's very easy, Mm -hmm. isn't it, just to switch off whereas obviously you've lived in London, I've lived in London, I've lived, obviously I'm from Dublin, I've traveled to many big cities in the world, it's a lot of busyness, and so mm-hmm. it's very difficult sometimes to have that ease and step off, you know, the treadmill, but it's yeah. so important, isn't it? It's vitally important though to have balance in, in business, to take mm-hmm. care of yourself on every level, mind, body, and spirit. I mean, that's what I would be suggesting to everybody, is just, it's so incredibly important, and just, in, in the being part and just easing off and making you know making time to go out to nature, then the ideas will come. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with you Pauline um, and I would find that quite often myself you know it's when you take the time to just disconnect and quite often you're not even thinking about you know maybe there is an issue problem that has arose and quite often you're not even thinking about it. And then but an answer will the solution comes.
0: yeah the solution comes but I mean there's a good reason for that because when we force it actually negates we're actually repelling and we're actually contracting and therefore we're not allowing the flow of inspiration to come to us so look just before we finish I have to ask you about who your biggest influence is in your life that has caused you to do what you do
1: Oh, I suppose I don't make any um, secret of the fact that my mum and dad, Seamus and Kathleen, um, would have very much instilled in me um, a love of the the nature around me. Um, and that's why, you know, being based here on my family farm is so important to me. Um, so they would very much have a love for, um, you know, the nature the biodiversity um and also uh, a duty to look after that
0: fantastic it's wonderful to have that and i have seen on some of your social media how your mom is in the studio helping you (laughs) pack and put the things together Mm -hmm. i think it's a beautiful thing it's really really lovely how how involved is she really you know would she be with you every day or is it just once in a while
1: no (laughs) no she would be with me every day absolutely Um, and I have to say, my dad as well would be um, involved. He would do what he can do. Um, but, you know, I often say to them, have you, would you ever have thought in your wildest dreams that you would be helping, <laughs> that you would be working in a uh, natural skincare business? Um, so I'm, I sure was- I'm sure
0: they're very proud of you, Elaine. It's a, it's a wonderful thing. To have your parents, number one, mm-hmm. yeah. and to have them involved and to just be, you know, so connected to nature around you. I think it's phenomenal what you're doing. And your products are fantastic. Although I do need to um get some supplies <laughs> in, I have to say. Now obviously with COVID, you've had to pivot as well. So mm-hmm. it tell people how they can avail of your products if they're interested. What's yes, the best way? So, do you, mm-hmm, do best. you have an online presence now?
1: Mm-hmm. The uh, best way is online at skincare.com
0: Okay. And so, we'll, put, we'll put the link with, with the um, show for you, so don't of worry about you, that. Yeah. Thank you, Pauline. Yeah. And you have a little special promotional code that people can use?
1: Yes. So I'll make that available to you. Um, all you have to do is pop your code in at the checkout, um, and there'll be a special one for your customers, for your clients and your followers pauline and um, so i'll share that code with you afterwards wonderful and we'll, we'll get it up so look elaine
0: a great pleasure um i have to say in meeting you again albeit virtually <laughs> and for doing this wonderful chat with us and just your, your 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 phenomenal background and your passion is so evident in what you're doing and i know that translates into your products and as i said earlier you are a beautiful example of your amazing product your skin looks stunning and I know you have hand products and have you actually just moved into body products I just want to know that as well do you do mm-hmm. body products Yes,
1: yeah I have a full range of skincare for the face and body
0: magical mm-hmm. for, well does it suit both men and women
1: yes absolutely and do you know what even if the men don't buy for themselves um, they'd certainly end up using it
0: great no, it's good. I mean, we're, we're always trying to keep the men involved, even though this is kind of a, very much a women uh, show, a, a show for women, if you like, but the men seem to be creeping in a lot. We think we need to look after them, you know, and I think as not the, I know somebody might say, Pauline, no, we don't. But uh, what I'm saying is we need to include them. And what's why I really am saying that is this isn't what my real intention behind that was. Let me correct myself. The women are rising on this planet and we are going to redirect some of these guys and help them to become better. I do feel that our female presence is required. So I had a lovely lady on Erica from Mum Tribe, in fact, on the last episode. And, you know, she's been helping mothers that, you know, from while they're pregnant to having children and onto the teenage years. And we spoke about, what about the dads? So that is in the pipeline too, because I think we, we, we need to be inclusive, everybody. Is it needs to be involved on this journey. Elaine I wish you every success going forward and again thank you so much for being on today.
1: Thank you so everybody
0: you're most welcome and for everybody listening guys I hope you enjoyed this episode of on a mission and if you are a woman on a mission I want to hear from you please reach out let me know and I'd love to have you as a guest on the show to share your journey and your passion and your purpose and that's what it's about and we'll help others to come out of hiding which is part of my mission is to help women who have this dream inside of them but now I want to show you that it is possible There's plenty of challenges along the way, but it is so possible. And most importantly, as you can hear from Elaine and other guests, it is worth it because you're worth it. Everybody's worth it. So let's have some fun along the way. Okay. Thanks for tuning in guys. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this show so that you will be notified when the next episode is released. And remember, Keep believing you're amazing and you have so much to give. Now is your time.